We are what we repeatedly do. This is what Aristotle said. And today we would like to talk about habits. Habits, you can think of them as pathways and something that we do enough times that we do almost unconsciously. Uh, you can think about it when a farmer goes the same way every day and it starts to create a path for the truck to the point that he can just put it in drive and the truck will go to where he needs it to go without much effort. It's only if the farmer needs to change that they will have to put some effort to create the new path. And once that new path is created, then he can leave the truck to go on again. As we know, most people are living on autopilot. We are uh, using our conscious brain about 5% of the time. 95% of the time, we really are being guided by our unconscious. And so to start making changes in your life, you need to start to be conscious and be intentional about those changes and developing the habits that can help you to make those changes. And habits, you can also think of them as roots. The older they are, the bigger they get, the deeper they go, grow, and the harder they are to uproot. Therefore, the sooner you start to change for the right habits, the easier it will be. They can often get so big, with roots so deep, that you might hesitate to even try. And this works for both for good and for bad. So, it's important to start paying attention to the things that you are doing. And asking yourself, are the things that I'm doing, are these habits taking me in the direction that I want to go? And if you don't know where you want to go, well, then that's the first step. You need to define it. Remember that the compound effect is always working. And it's always going to take you somewhere. The question is, where? The benefit of creating good habits is that it's going to require less effort, really minimal conscious energy for you to get do those things after a period of time. And so if you develop habits of doing the right things, then you will just do them. And you will take off energy and effort in, in making sure you're doing those things uh, because not doing them is going to feel odd. It's going to feel off. And so it's easier for you to go and do it. And you'll actually smile and be happy when you're going about your day and doing those good things because it feels good and it feels normal. It's just the example that we talked about last week when we discussed the person that wanted to run a, a half marathon. As they continue to train every day, they expand the limits of where they're going. Um, they started with one mile, two miles, two and a half, three miles. It's, it's going to get to a point where they can run five miles and they don't even have to think about it. Therefore, they can use that energy into other more creative and enriching thoughts. 
if you're healthy, it's probably because you've developed good eating habits. If you're fit, it's very likely that you've developed habits that you work, help you work out regularly. If you're successful in sales, it's very likely that you're successful at planning, preparing, and giving yourself the positive self-talk to stay in the right mental state to help you get through the face of rejection and get sales and remain optimistic. All great achievers have good habits. They may not be the most intelligent or even oftentimes the most talented, but their habits take them in the direction of becoming more informed, more knowledgeable, more competent, and better skilled. They take the time to prepare. You can see this in basketball. When we look at some of the greats, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Larry Freed, they weren't oftentimes the most gifted. If you look at Michael Jordan's biography, you'll know that he was dropped from his high school basketball team. But that didn't let him, he didn't let that stop him from becoming great. He put in more time. He would wake up at 5 a.m. and practice. He would do his work, homework, and after school he would practice again. Same thing with Larry Bird. Larry wasn't the most talented player, but he would practice 500 free throws every single day. If you're practicing free throws from the same spot and you're doing 500 of them a day, the chances are you're going to get pretty good at it. And it's going to become more rare for you to miss than for you to make it. So it's this insane work ethic and practice that made them, whenever they got into the court, made them look good and make, made it seem that what they were doing was effortless. It was almost like they were being magic creators. But really, it was all the training that they put into, into their craft and becoming masters of it. So the key to be able to achieve this type of, of behavior is to get out of the trap of instant gratification. We must remember that small positive changes can dramatically alter the outcomes in our lives after a long period of time. It doesn't have to be these huge changes. It oftentimes may seem inconsequential, but long-term, it's making a difference. It's the extra, extra practicing of the sales call or pitching another person, making an, ex, an extra prospecting email. It's the extra rep at the gym. It's the extra word of encouragement for that team member that's not doing so well on your team. It's the extra glass of water that you drink that day. It's the extra 15 minutes of reading. It's the 30 minutes that you decide to not play video games or watch TV. It's these small changes that over time can make a huge difference. And the key word is over time. And remember, you can't do it off willpower alone. 
you need to tap into your why power. That's where the real power lies. And it requires intention. When your why is strong enough, that's when you're going to endure all the grueling, laborious, and mundane work that achieving your goals may require. So you need to figure out systems to help you keep you back, keep you on track, and keep you from falling into your bad habits. Your why should give you the reason to get up and just go, go, go. You need to be extra intentional, especially in the beginning. If you need some motivation, think back to the times that you made resolutions, maybe New Year's Eve, and all the times that you've let those go. Think of where you would be now if you had actually stuck to them. Now that can bring you down, right? You should allow it to fuel you to go on and achieve it and stick to it this time. You can still do it. Now, do it. You may also have to go back and determine your values and calibrate them properly. As this is going to help you filter through the other demands, requests, and temptations that you will face and receive in your journey to accomplishing your grandest vision. Tony Robbins would say that the common theme he would see is that people will always come back to their values and expectations. So you, you need to think about them. And you may not be as motivated by what you want as by you, what you don't want. And that's okay. You need to find your fight. You may hate something enough that it makes you want to jump into action. It could be things like disease injustice, ignorance, complacency, lack of options, poverty. Sometimes identifying the right enemy can light your fire. And some of the greatest transformations or political revolutions come from this. You also need to set some goals. This will help you track your transformation. If you're not making the progress that you would like to make, chances are it's because your goals are not clearly defined and you don't have a strong why to stick to it. One of the best skills you can develop is setting and achieving goals. Something truly magical happens when you organize and focus your creative power on a well-defined target. The first step is to decide that you're going to do it. The how will show up. But you first need to commit to it 100%, and then it will happen. Your goal should be clear, compelling, and it should be accompanied by an important desire of your why. The key is also to know what you're looking for. When you know what you're looking for, you will start to identify those things that can help you achieve it. You will begin to see them. You'll be amazed 
at how people, ideas, experiences come into your life. And you can differentiate them when you have a clear definition of what you want and what you're looking for. You also need to remember that you should ask, who do I need to become to achieve this goal? Then the what and the how will present itself. So to recap the steps to achieve your goals, you need to decide. That's the first step. Then you will take certain actions, which is your behavior, which will then form certain habits, which over time compounds and helps you meet your goals. When we analyze the word decide, it ends with "ide," almost like pesticide which is to kill something. When you decide, you're eliminating everything else that doesn't help to make that happen, aka your bad habits. Whenever you decide, you're saying yes to something, but you're also saying no to everything else or to many other things, not everything else. But when you decide, then you will take the actions, you will have the ability to identify and understand what behaviors will help you. And as you do those behaviors and take those actions consistently, that's when you will form a habit. And ultimately, that's what's going to help you achieve your goals. Now, how do you eliminate your bad habits? You need to identify your triggers. Ask who, what, when, where am I triggered? Is it certain emotions? What triggers those emotions? Then you need to clean your house, meaning you need to remove everything that's taking you to that action. If you have a drinking problem, eliminate all alcohol from your, from your life. Don't even show up to a friend's house if you know that alcohol will be available there. You must replace it with something better. If you have a trouble with eating too many sweets, Maybe you could just do dark chocolate and that will help you satiate your craving while still it being a healthy option. And last, you need to understand if you're more a person that needs to ease in with your new habit or you need to jump in. See, some people, everybody's different. Some people, they can't just jump in because they're going to relapse. They need to ease into it. Maybe if you have a goal of waking up earlier, you start waking up 15 minutes earlier, then 30, then 45, then an hour, then an hour and 30, then two hours. But some people might need to just jump into it. They might just need to get up two hours earlier, get in the shower, wake up, and get going, or they're never going to do it. Something that could be helpful if Sue's running a vice check. Identify those things that you feel that have control over you and just make sure that you're still in command, that you're still boss over those things. Maybe there's a video game that you really enjoy playing and you don't really recognize that it's becoming into a vice. Take that off and make sure that you're able to not play it for the given time that you decide. So to recap, 
you need to set yourself up to succeed. We talked about this last week, and we discussed briefly about the book Atomic Habits, and how it talks about making the good easy and the bad hard. You need to set yourself up to make those right decisions easy for you. The second step is to focus on what you can do versus what you can't. If you're focused on "I can't eat the donut" versus "I can't eat dark chocolate," you're more likely to、uh, fail back and focus on the negative. Third, get an accountability method. You could do a public display of accountability where you post your new goal or habit on Facebook, or you tell a bunch of your friends and family members. That way, they'll hold you accountable to it. Make sure you give them a timeline and a specific goal of what it is that you want to accomplish. You could also find a success buddy, or you could call it a peak performance partner, somebody that goes along with you and is motivating you along the way to get it done. If they're going along with you, remember that you must also be the example and hold them accountable. The fourth step is to maybe create a competition. Or a game, something that keeps you engaged.、Um, there's a, a website called Habitica where you can gamify your habits. It takes a while to track it and set it all up,、um, but I know people that that use it and and they love it. So if you want to check that out, go to Habitica, or just look it up on Google. The fifth step is to celebrate. You need to celebrate your successes. You need to train your brain to reward itself and to release dopamine whenever you're doing the right things and taking the right actions. The way to do that is going back to doing less things that have the immediate gratification, so you have the dopamine release when you do more of the harder things that you want to accomplish. And the sixth and final step is to remember that change can be hard, and it can take time. So you need to be patient. Really, that's all I had for today.、Um, it's pretty straightforward. I took a lot of it from、uh, the Compound Effect, the book that I mentioned last time.、Um, Darren Hardy is really good at simplifying things, and so I added my touch to it.、Um, I do want to add、um, a thought that I think can serve you, and. It has to do with your habits of thoughts. Remember that it all starts in your mind. It then can translate into your emotions, which oftentimes leads to your decisions and actions, which again results into your habits, turns into your habits, and that's what gives you results and determines if you accomplish your goals or not. So pay attention to what are those habitual thoughts that you're allowing into your mind. What are those habitual emotions that you are feeling, and what are the habitual actions that it's leading to? You may frame things as "I have to do this job and I don't like it." I'm underappreciated by my boss, so I'm just going to half-ass it and do enough to just get by, and therefore you just get by and you never improve. You could also frame it like "I am fortunate to have the opportunity to do this work." I'm going to enjoy it and do it with excellence for my boss, who's my first client, and the company's clients. Therefore, you obtain excellent performance reviews, 
and you get a promotion. Or you learn your value and you move on because you understand that you're excellent and you know your worth. And remember that when you see your own worth, it's easier for others to do the same. So how do you change your thoughts? You need to pour in the positive and the right thoughts. You want to do this daily, almost as if you're nurturing or watering your mind with the right thoughts. Some people use affirmations, which you can do. But also you can be paying attention to how you're framing things. You may currently be framing change as something negative. What if you frame change as something positive? Challenges, positive. Hardships, positive. You could frame pain as growth. You could frame change as learning. You could frame challenges as opportunities and an opportunity to develop strength. You could frame hardships as developing endurance and character. Remember that your lens is what determines reality. So how you frame things is going to be reality of what that actually is. Ask yourself, how can I grow and improve? How can I serve and lead others better? I personally identify as a servant leader. And therefore, it's not about me. I need to continuously ask myself, how can I grow and improve to serve and lead others? One of the actions that I can take is being grateful. That way I can frame whatever is in front of me in a positive light. It unlocks possibilities for growth and opportunities. And understanding that I will need to be patient and face challenges. But I see this more as a game through which I'm going through and I'm getting better at. So I hope this serves you well. Um, this was all I had on habits. I want to talk more about um, how you can accelerate and after you're compounding those habits to obtain massive results. I'll give you a little uh, insight into it. It has to do with relationships and it has to do with who you become. So we'll talk about that next in um, sometime. I actually uh, forgot to post, so I'm going to hold myself accountable to all of you. Uh, I didn't post on time last week, so I'm going to post again this week um, by the end of the week on that topic. So I look forward to um, hearing your thoughts, getting some of your feedback, and uh, I'm glad that we were able to connect again.